For 25 years, Christ Faith Tabernacle has spread across the globe, empowering the saints for the season of the Lord's return. This season has arrived. Join Apostle Alfred and Reverend Piona Williams in this year of God's glory as we celebrate the Christ Faith Tabernacle 25th year jubilee from the 23rd of February to the 1st of March. Our name shall be great. Nation will come out of us. The Lord has blessed us and nobody can revoke it. Be empowered alongside ministers from across the globe to walk in the miraculous, see healings, miracles, signs and wonders in your ministry. Come and celebrate 25 incredible years that have seen Christ Paved Tabernacle spread across the globe, meeting dignitaries and changing nations. You are healed right now in the name of Jesus by the blood of the risen Lord. Let them see Jesus shine through your life like never before. And you are bulletproof as long as you are walking under the covering of the Almighty. You got to know that God has set you apart special. God is very, very involved in every little thing. The Christ Faith Tabernacle Silver Jubilee. Leadership training daily. Power Miracle Nights every evening from 7 p.m. And the official dedication of the incredible CFT Cathedral Woolwich on Sunday, March the 1st at 4 p.m. The venue, CFT Cathedral, 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London, SE18 6NL. Visit cftchurches.org or call 020-8316-2332. Let's give Jesus praise, everybody. Glory to God. I am honored to be a part of such a great occasion and the celebration of the silver anniversary of Christ's faith tabernacle and the great accomplishment that God has done through his servant, Apostle Alfred William and Mama Omar. Amen. Once again, let's thank God for the servant of the Lord. Hallelujah. He is changing lives all over the face of the globe, and I have been privileged by God and favored by God for this man's footsteps to cross my path. I honor you, sir, and I thank God for the impact already you have made in North Carolina and in Abundant Life Church. We feel like family as well. Thank you so much for receiving us and being obedient to the Lord to come in our region. Our lives and our church will never be the same. Thank God for you, Apostle. And certainly I want to give honor to the distinguished guests, uh, Apostle Tuff and uh, Prophet Robin Hancock. We thank God for being uh, privileged to meet you, gentlemen. Uh, the Apostle have talked about you almost every time your, one of your names come up in, in any fellowship we have. So thank God for covenant relationship. Amen. Well, let us pray, because I believe the Lord have given me a word to release tonight. Father, we thank you for this time now that we gather around the word of God. According to Romans 10 and 17, so then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word. We believe this evening that revelation knowledge will flow freely in this place, unhindered, unchecked by any demonic force of power. You always confirm your word, Lord with signs following. We come in agreement with 1 John 4 and 4 that we are of God and we have overcome the wicked one because greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. Therefore, we believe that we receive those things that pertain unto life and godliness. We want to thank you in advance for all you have done thus far and all that you will continue to do. 
We vow to give you alone the glory, the honor, and the adoration. For there's none like you, Lord. In the heavens above or the earth beneath, there's no God like you. And we thank you for calling us after your very own name. And the believers shall say, put your hands together because you love the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. As we are directed and also uh, given the, the schedule that we will be speaking into the life of leadership and preparing the church for the coming of the Lord, as well as Christian leadership, which we will be doing in the sessions in the days to come. I certainly have a lot of things that I believe that the Lord has put in my heart that will enhance the walk of leaders in Jesus' name. But tonight, I feel the Holy Spirit has spoken to my heart to deal with this subject called How to Live Beyond the Terror that is Affecting the Land. How to Live Beyond the Terror that's Affecting Our Land. If you open your Bible with me, please, to the book of Psalms 91. As we look, please, at a few facets of verses in that particular scripture. As you know, as leaders, God have called us to be the light in the world. And as you know, light dispels darkness. Amen. As well as give illumination. as also inspiration. And he's called us to be the salt of the earth. As we know, salt stops decay or corruption. Amen. We're called to be light and we're called to be salt. And so that means that the Lord have already set us apart in this world, that we are to be an influence and not a casualty. Amen. And so we're going to be able to receive these truths tonight because I believe that this is what the Holy Spirit has given me for this particular session, and I believe that it will impact your heart and life. In Psalms 91, we bring your attention to verse 5 of that particular book. And we will read from verse uh, 5 and through 7. I'm reading from the NIV, mind you. But any translation you got is a good translation. At verse 5 it says, You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the plague that, destro- that destroys at midday. Verse 7 says, A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come nigh you. Who received that tonight? But it will not come nigh you. My objective is to bring us to a place where we are not controlled by the fear of the land. Now, I don't know if you listen to news, but in America... Nothing but the terrorism and the problems that are going on in all parts of the land. And it is vexing the hearts of the people. And so many are listening to that news all day, every day. And as leaders, we got to posture ourselves and remember that God have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. For the Bible tells us in the book of Matthew chapter 16, I want to make a statement. For every situation that there is a natural truth and a spiritual truth that govern it. 
for every situation. There's a natural truth and a spiritual truth that govern it. We see in Matthew chapter 16, verse 13, when Jesus was asking them, who do men say that I am? They gave all kind of answers to that particular question. But at verse 13, it says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippa, he asked the disciples, who do men say the Son of Man is? And they replied, some said John the Baptist, others said Elijah. And still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, or who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And then he said, upon this rock. Not Peter, but the rock of revelation, he was saying. Upon this rock I will build my church. Why? Because for every truth, there's a natural truth and a spiritual truth. But spiritual truth will always prevail over any natural truth. And so Peter could have said, you're the son of Joseph and Mary. That would have been true, wouldn't it? But that would have been a natural truth. But he said, no, you're the son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. And listen to the next thing he said. But upon this rock, I will build my church. And of course, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. So we see there. Peter got a revelation that the rest of them, he wasn't the only disciples that were standing around. There were others standing too. But Jesus told him, bless. Revelation distinguished him from the rest. It set him apart. And the Lord declared, you are blessed because what has been revealed unto you. And the believers shall say. Amen. Amen. Come on now. <laughs> Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians, are you going to follow me for a minute here? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and we see at verse 14, spiritual, being spiritual is not being crazy or goofy. How many of you know that? Being spiritual don't mean you're being off the rock or goofy. In 1 Corinthians 2.14, listen to what the Lord, listen to what the Apostle Paul says over here to us. Verse 14, and it says, The man without the Spirit does not accept things that come from the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him, and he can't understand them because they are spiritually discerned or spiritually revealed. 2 Timothy 3.16, we see here, that spiritual things are validated by the scriptures. Once again, in 2 Timothy 3.16, we see spiritual things are validated by the scriptures. In, in, in 2 Timothy 3, verse 16, if you'll turn there, please, with me. 2 Timothy 3.16. 
All scriptures. How many scriptures? All All scriptures are God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the man of God or the woman of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So we see spiritual things are validated by the scriptures. Then in Psalms Psalms 89, many many terms are used when you're speaking about terror or synonyms are used in the scriptures. Many of them are used. One used for uh, uh, terror is fear. And in Psalms 89, verse 7, we see that there can be two kinds of fear. How many kinds? Two kinds of fear. One is a fear of the Lord. We call that a reverential fear. Is that right? A respect, a awe, an adoration for God. That's a fear, though. Then there's another fear the Scriptures talk about that bring torment, punishment of thoughts. And that's found at verse 7 of Psalms 89. How am I doing? Come on, tell me the truth. How am I doing? (laughs) Come on, lift your hand and give Jesus some praise, everybody. Come on here. Listen, this is celebration week. We're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate and we're going to rejoice over the faithfulness of God and what he has done here the 25 years of Christ Faith Tabernacle. Amen? Amen. But you know how he done it? He done it by his word. It is the word that he uphold all things by his power. Glory to God. I say glory to God. God wants us to live fearless in the land. Isaiah said, rise and shine, for your light have come, and the glory of Jehovah has risen upon thee. Darkness will be in the land, gross darkness upon the people. So we see this is a prophetic word, that darkness will be here. And he didn't say it was going to just be dark. He said gross darkness, men groping. People feeling their way, they don't have direction, they don't have sight, or another way to say it, they don't have revelation. But me and you are blessed. I said we're blessed because we can see beyond the natural. We see the supernatural. We see beyond the news report. We know that God is with us. God is for us. Therefore, no weapon formed against us can prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we condemn it. So no matter what the devil throw against us, what kind of plague, fear, or doubt, we can rise above it. And as leaders, we must live fearless. You see, I am very aware that this is a real thing that goes on among leadership on all levels. And it takes God revealing to us himself on another level that eradicates fear out of our heart. Fear comes against everybody. We choose not to let it get inside of us. Hallelujah. You cannot be successful as a leader and have any fear operating in your life. 
One of the things the Lord told Joshua, he said, Moses, my servant, is dead, therefore arise. He had to tell Joshua, Moses has gone off the scene. And he said, and he said, and everywhere you go, whatever you tread upon, that will I give to you. And no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. For as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. There will never be a man can stop my will from coming to pass in your life. Because I called you, Joshua. But then he gave a criteria. He said, only be thou strong. You don't have to tell a man to be strong unless something's going to confront him. They give him the opportunity to be weak. And I only say be strong, but be courageous. Meaning sometimes the task is going to look impossible. And the opportunity to become fretful or fearful will grip your heart. But then he said again, have not I told you to be strong. Now, if God said one time, you got to hear him. But if he said twice, you got to get it. If he said three times, you can't live without it. Come on, give him some praise, somebody. So the Bible tells us, come on, give Jesus a good praise, everybody. I feel the Holy Spirit trying to help us here. <laughs> come on, give Jesus a praise in here. This is celebration week. Yes, terror is in the land. It's prophetically spoken. Darkness will be in the land and gross darkness on the people. But man, you got a promise. But the Lord shall arise upon thee. God will come upon us in ways we have never experienced before. The glory of the Lord will be revealed and men shall see it together. Hallelujah. 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 The visitation of the Lord is upon Christ's faith tabernacle. The Lord is visiting us. And we know it. Huh? Jacob didn't know it when he was in the house of Bethel, but we know what, what the Lord is doing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, praise him just for a minute. Come on now. Just praise him just for a minute. He's trying to help us tonight. Come on and praise him. You know, I believe one word from God can change your life forever. I don't believe you got to get a whole Bible book. I believe one word, when God breathes upon it, sets your whole life aflight. <sighs> Let me get back over here. Yes, Lord. You got 89 verse 7? What it says, in the council of the Holy One, God is greatly feared. He is more awesome than all who surround him. Did you get that? So then, yeah, there's two kinds of fear. Reverence fear, but then there's a tormenting fear. And in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, we can sit by this scripture here when when the Holy Spirit inspired the apostle to write it. Second Timothy 1 and 7 said, God have not given us a spirit of fear, 
but a power, love, and a sound mind. God have not given us a spirit. Let everyone lift their hand up right now and decree that over yourself. God have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. You know, sometimes the enemy even try to plague you with some type of thought that you're not going to fulfill your lifespan on the earth. But the devil is a lie. You will live and not die to declare the works of God in the earth. For underneath you are the eternal arms of God, Jehovah. You will fulfill your assignment. You can't die until God say your assignment is through. Somebody need to praise him right there. Somebody need to bless them right there. It doesn't matter what went through some general family member. They don't know what you know. They're not hearing what you're hearing. They don't have the revelation you have. So it don't matter if somebody died in my family from a certain disease. It cut off with me. For you're redeemed from the curse of the law. You're redeemed from sickness and disease. And you will fulfill your days in the earth. I'm prophesying to somebody. You will fulfill your assignment that God placed on your life. And not only that, you will pass the generation blessing. And your children, children will carry your posterity. Let, come on, lift those hands and praise them for a moment. Thank you, Lord. Come on, bless the Lord. Somebody's lifespan just got expanded on the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He lengthened your days. Your days have been lengthened on the earth. It doesn't matter the diagnosis you got with long life. He's satisfying you. Somebody needs to thank God right there. Receive that from the Lord. Once again, God have not given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. He that dwell in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He is my fortress. He is my deliverer. He is my God. In Him will I trust. And Isaiah 26 and verse 3, peace is promised for the saints. For the saints of the living God. We'll, 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 we have the promise of peace in days like these. And Isaiah 26. And let's look at verse 3 of that particular book. You have it? Let us read. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. You know, the Apostle Paul said, let no man spoil the simplicity of Christ. Yes, we know these truths that I'm sharing, but when the Holy Ghost rests on them for you, then it becomes more than a simple truth. It becomes a lifeline. Hallelujah. It'll go with you when you travel on strange roads. It'll go with you when you go places that your assignment or your 
for your profession or whatever takes you there. You'll be able to declare, it shall not come nigh me. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Philippians 4 and 7. No matter what the world condition is, God wants us to live in confidence. As men and women of God, no matter what the world condition may be, God wants me and you to live in confidence. Philippians 4. Verse 7. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, yes, Lord. Come on now. I got a lot to say about leadership in my sessions, but I know the Holy Ghost wanted me to share this with you. Amen. Philippians 4, and verse 7 of that particular book. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We bless you, sir. We bless you, sir. Hallelujah. We bless you, sir. You prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You are known in our head with all, and our cup will run over. Bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. Yes, this will be the year that many will see the turnaround of the Lord coming upon their life. Things that look like it wouldn't change. Things that look like it wouldn't move. It will turn this year, said the Spirit. Hallelujah! 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 Get ready for your turn around. Glory to God. Somebody need to demonstrate that in the spirit. You need to turn around as a walk of faith, as a demonstration of your faith. So shall it be. So shall it be. Things have turned. Glory to God. Somebody going to testify by Sunday of the turnaround. Oh, let's praise him for about 60 seconds, somebody. Come on. The Bible says God inhabit the praises. God inhabit our praises. And when he inhabit the praise, he begin to show us the pathway to life. Come on, give me 60 seconds here. About 60 seconds of nonstop praise for your turnaround. God have turned things around. Man, that came by auction of the Holy Ghost that he's turned things. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Somebody health problem turned around. Somebody financial problem turned around. Somebody relationship problem turned around. Somebody parenting problem turned around. Somebody employment problem turned around. Somebody housing problem turned around. Oh, yes, Jesus. 
Somebody ministry challenge turned around. Mare bosha, mere bosha, kile basa, kombre sika, rike bosha, dele bosa, ele mosa, resike bande, jebosa. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Apostle, those next phases will not take half the time that this phase took, for it will be a quick work by the Spirit of God. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You thanking God for your turnaround? You thanking God for your turnaround? You know, faith is acting like what you believe is the truth. There got to be an action with what you say. You may be seated. Got a couple more passages of scripture I'm going to give you, and then I'm going to turn it over to Apostle. Philippians 4, 7, please. Hallelujah. No matter what the world condition, God wants us to live in confidence. Amen. How I many you know if we're going to help the world, we can't be in the same plight they're in? If they're fearful and we feel for how I many you know there's no help they can get from us? Now, now, God has not given us a spirit of fear. And, and, and fear comes to everybody doing knock. We just make the decision that you can't come in here. Verse 7. Well, verse 6. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. Present your request to God. I mean, you know, anxiety will rob you of the answer every time, won't it? But it says, and the peace of God. And what of God? The peace of God. Listen, I love what the NIV says. Which transcend all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So God give us peace as a protection that guards our heart and mind. Now, why is that so important? Why is that so important? How many of you hear people say, why God allowed this thing to happen? Why God allow that thing to happen? How I many of you have ever said that before? I know I have. I mean, you know, when you, when you don't know better, you say a lot of things. But I've said that before. But there's some biblical, re- there's some scripture biblical principles that tell us why God allows some things. Number one, because of man's choice. He have free will. Is that right? Number two, because of the law of sowing and reaping, that you can sow in one season and reap it in another season. 
Then sometimes people, because they didn't see nothing happen immediately, but time and chance happened to them all. Amen. Then because of prophecy being fulfilled, some things must take place because God have already prophesied about it and it's all coming together in the master scheme of his prophetic word. Then because of the covenant he made with us, Ezekiel 22 and 30. Hallelujah. The Bible talk about over there, God said, I look for a man that make up the hedge. I was looking for somebody who would stand in the gap for the land. I was looking for an intercessor. And unfortunately at that time he said, I found none. But, it, but it's not like that today because we're leaders of the living God. Talk to me, somebody. One of the greatest love we give to our society is that we intercede for our land. Is that right? Praise God. But then God has a plan no matter what he permits or allows to happen in the land. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 shows us his plan. It says, there's no temptation, trial, or test have taken you, but it's common to man or universal. Meaning what comes to you, come to everybody else. But the Bible says, but God who is faithful when it comes to me and you. He's already made a plan. He said, I won't let that trial test come to you if you can't handle it. So the very fact that when something show up at our door, whether we think or not we can't handle it, we can because God won't allow it to come if we can't handle it. You ought to get happy about that. The, the NIV said, because you can beat it. Glory to God. It means whatever show up, God said, you can beat it. My, my, my. Somebody ought to have their happy shoes on on that. Because that lets you know you done already won the fight before the fight started. So then that means we have to fight the good fight of faith for our health. Fight the good fight of faith for our financial well-being. Fight the good fight of faith for our peace and our joy in life. Fight the good fight of faith for our relationships and our family. We fight the fight of faith. Why? Because God won't allow it except we can win. Amen. Amen. Let me just say this to you as we close. The Bible said in 1 John 4 and 18, 1 John 4 and 18, that fear brings the thought of punishment. The Bible says they that are in fear has not matured or been perfected in love. Is that right? The NIV say fear brings the thought of punishment. So most of what people are afraid of is sort of like when Goliath made the challenge to the armies of Israel. And the Bible say for 40 days this giant asked somebody to challenge him and was blaspheming and cursing God and cursing them. And for 40 days, nobody answered the challenge. And he never throwed a bow, a, a arrow. He never, he never throwed a spear or shot a bow. He never did anything. He just stood as a giant intimidating them by verbal intimidation. He bound them by words. He didn't do nothing. He just kept saying what he's going to do. But then somebody who came that was anointed 
talk to me, somebody. Somebody that had a revelation that knew an uncircumcised Philistine had no right challenging the army of the living God. So the David said, I don't come with a sword or a shield. Come on, talk to me, somebody. But I come in the name of the Lord Jehovah, the God of the armies of Israel. And the Bible says he threw that rock, and when he did, the rock stuck in his head and knocked the giant down. And of course you know he cut his head off and then walked around for three days. God always wants you to testify after he knocked the giant out your life. Come on, somebody. Let's give Jesus some praise. Apostle, please. Bless you. Oh, my. Come on, lift up your voice. For 25 years, Christ Faith Tabernacle has spread across the globe, empowering the saints for the season of the Lord's return. This season has arrived. Join Apostle Alfred and Reverend Pierre Williams in this year of God's glory as we celebrate the Christ Faith Tabernacle 25th year jubilee from the 23rd of February to the 1st of March. Our names shall be great. Nation will come out of us. The Lord has blessed us and nobody can book it. Be empowered alongside ministers from across the globe to walk in the miraculous, see healings, miracles, signs and wonders in your ministry. Come and celebrate 25 incredible years that have seen Christ Faith Tabernacle spread across the globe, meeting dignitaries and changing nations. You are healed right now in the name of Jesus by the blood of the risen Lord. Let them see Jesus shine through your life like never before. And you are bulletproof as long as you are walking under the covering of the Almighty. You got to know that God has set you apart special. God is very, very marvelous in every little thing. The Christ Faith Tabernacle Silver Jubilee. Leadership training daily. Power Miracle Nights every evening from 7 p.m. And the official dedication of the incredible CFT Cathedral Woolwich on Sunday, March the 1st at 4 p.m. The venue, CFT Cathedral, 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London, SE 18, 6NL. Visit cftchurches.org or call 020-8316-2332.